Good morning, everybody. Tuesday, 9.39 a.m., December 17th, 2019, Boston, Massachusetts. Yes, we are here in Boston, in my hometown of Lexington, Massachusetts. And as always, you are listening to Creator Radio. Damn, it has been a minute since we've recorded um, yes, we are here in Boston, Massachusetts, in my hometown of Lexington, and yeah, I did a little traveling, had to come home for the holidays, um, to see my parents and my sister, and my animals, um, so we're here in Boston, we're gonna do, sorry that I didn't upload, um, last week, we didn't do a music review, so we're gonna do a music review today, uh, we're gonna do Mac Miller Swimming, I uh, felt like, you know, snow's coming down here in Boston. I'm all alone at home. Everybody's at work and hanging out with friends. <clears throat> Not a, you know, all everybody that I went to high school with is, I, I either don't talk to them anymore or they're still in school. Um, so I'm here feeling a little nostalgic being at home. So I thought I'd do a little Mac Miller, a uh, little tribute to him and all that he meant. Um, as far as my life goes, as well as swimming, wanted to do the swimming album. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna, as always, we'll do a little background information. If you guys are not, if you guys don't know who Mac Miller is, or if you're not a fan of him, and then we'll go into my reactions of the album. Give it a rating, a ranking at the end of the the episode, and yeah, we'll call it a day. Um, and then I think we're going to do a double episode today. I'll drop two episodes. We'll drop the Mac Miller one. And then we'll also drop um, the NFL recap. <clears throat> because it's Monday. Um, so I, I do want to keep keep up with all these episodes. But again, I was traveling a little bit. So I couldn't record yesterday. So here I am um, recording. Uh, but yeah, welcome back. So I'm really happy that... You know, I'm that we're still doing these. Um, much more to come, and I'm still hoping on somebody to make a little intro music for me or something like that. I sent it off to a producer. He's been busy with finals. Everybody, again, everybody's still in school, um, so we'll see how that all turns out. But just wanted to say that, yeah, I really missed recording, and uh, we're I'm hope we're gonna do a double episode today. That's that's the plan. Um, but yeah, okay. Swimming, Mac Miller. Uh, the background's going to take a little bit longer than usual just because um, my, you know, previous history with Mac Miller is more in depth than, than more artists. So I'll say how he, you know, like impacted my life um, after he passed and while he was still alive. Um, and then we'll go into the, again, we'll, we'll go into the album. We'll talk about the album. And yeah, so background his real name is Malcolm James McCormick uh, he was born on January 19th uh, 1992 um, as many of you know he has passed uh, he died on September 7th of 2018 an American rapper singer songwriter and music producer under the alias of Larry Fisherman I believe Larry Fisherman was his like producer alias um, Born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and really hopped on the, like, came into the, the world view, the hip-hop scene in 27, or 2007, 
uh, at the age of 15. Um, in 2010, he signed to a record deal with the Pittsburgh-based independent, independent label Rostrum Records. I think he then moved on to Warner or a much bigger label once, once he you know developed his career, and his breakout mixtapes that really again put him on the scene was uh, Kids or Kicking Incredibly Dope Shit that was in 2010, and then The Best Day Ever um, that was in 2011. Two really really memorable albums for me. Uh, yeah, Kids Kids was probably like the way that I you know heard about Mac Miller, got into Mac Miller. Uh, but yeah, so like I said previously, um, he was a much bigger influence in my life um, than I think a lot of, maybe the majority of, of the country. Um, I know some people do reference him as, you know, an inspiration in their life, so I know I'm not completely alone, but for me, uh, Mac was really the reason why I got into, uh, you know, rap music, hip-hop, R&B, all that, all that music was really because of him, you know, when I was growing up, like, I didn't really see any similarities in any of the other rappers that were on the scene, uh, even people like Eminem, uh, who was also white, you know, he came from a much, you know, uh, poorer living condition than I did, um, so to see, like, a, a white suburban kid who was rapping was a huge eye-opener for me, because uh, I am, I was, I just, you know, I was a white, wealthy, suburban kid, um, you know, grew up in an, an affluent area, area, very safe area, where we are today, Lexington, Massachusetts, um, a little suburb in, Mass in right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, uh, but yeah, never, you know, faced any um, drug-influenced parents, or, you know, violent upbringings, or gang activity or anything like that so really <clears throat> you can imagine that a kid you know middle school going into early teenage life didn't you know really wouldn't connect with anybody but this guy mac miller it, uh, i remember like watching his old videos and <clears throat> on youtube and you know nike's on my feet and keep floating and you know, all these, uh, Donald Trump and all these things, like these old songs or knock, knock. And and just being really like, wow, like I see myself in him. Like I, I could, not that I wanted to be a rapper, but I was like, man, like if he's acting like this and he's, he's doing all these things like, damn, like I can too. And so really he, more than me wanting to get into, you know, rapping or anything like that, like he just gave me a big sense of like confidence, you know, like when I was growing up, like I was overweight, um, pretty notably overweight. So I had, I was always bigger than a lot of kids, uh, growing up, didn't have a whole ton of self-confidence, still something I, I battle with today, self-confidence. Uh, but he, Mac Miller was like the way I got into like fashion and, and learning how to like talk to girls or, you know, flirting or, uh, you just you see the way you walk around in the world and interact with people and you just I wanted that like self-confidence that he had um, yeah like any awkward middle schooler you know straight out of the straight out of the book uh, you you know you want somebody in your life like that or some sort of you know role model I guess you could call them 
just something to look to like oh wow like if he can do that I can do that too um, yeah so I, I remember I guess we'll talk about the day that he died a little bit um, I just remember being in the car and being on social media I was with my girlfriend at the time and she was like oh did you hear like Mac Miller died I was like what what are you talking about Mac Miller died so get on Instagram and obviously you know the news is the news is out everybody's posting about it and it's just like it was just a weird very weird feeling for me I know that juice world just passed um, so all these kind of like different emotions you know play play a role in all this but the weirdest thing for me was that he just the absolute voice that he had <clears throat> the influence that he had uh, to see that just you know just gone at, at a young age is very upsetting um, to anybody. I know all the Juice World fans out there are still still shook. Like it just happened. Um, I don't know if you know people looked up to him in any way, but whenever you lose somebody like that, and you know also this goes back to Little Peep and and X dying and um, the whole list of of people who have died recently, especially to drug use. Um, is very sad, very upsetting, and I think that it's a big, a big thing in in music right now that we need to address. Is this like drug culture? Um, there's really three pillars that you know people really rap about these days. It's either violence, um, so either you're talking about the gang that you're a part of, or you know killing people. Um, you're talking about drugs. That's the second pillar. Uh, you know, a lot of you, we've seen again. We've seen a lot of people lose their lives to drug abuse, and then sex. Sex is the third pillar that people usually lean on towards towards rapping. Um, and I think that the drug one is a huge, a huge glaring problem right now that a lot of people need to address. So, <clears throat> if you are somebody who's going through um, drug abuse or something like that, I I highly suggest that you go and seek help. Um, you know, I Percocets or or and any oxycodone or lean or even harder drugs. You know, cocaine stuff like that. Um, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel there. Um, you know, that's something. It's different if you're drinking, but even alcohol has a long-lasting impact on your life. Um, I've made plenty of mistakes due to alcohol, and a lot of things I regret. Um, and weed, you know, if you smoke weed, whatever. I'm not gonna. I haven't really seen a, a big impact on people smoking weed. Um, but yeah, all those other harder drugs, if you can, I'd, I really suggest not trying to, you know, trying to lean off those because they do become a, a real addiction and a, and a serious crutch. And um, eventually, you know, it could lead to, to death, which is really silly. Um, nobody wants you to die, you know, before the age of 30. Everybody wants to, you know, you should live a full happy, beautiful life. Um, but that's all I'll say about the, the drug use stuff. And we'll get back to the music now. But yeah, so that was, that was my interaction with Mac. Um, role model inspiration, um, got me into the, to the rap music and the hip hop scene. And then unfortunately, you know, his life being taken away due to drugs, uh, very upsetting and, you know, I almost felt avoidable, but, um, it, it happened. So you got to, Keep keep going and and lean on the people that support you in your life and you know hopefully get some help if anybody's out there, um, please get some help. Okay, 
moving on, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the swimming reactions, uh, the album Swimming, uh, Mac Miller's uh, recent and last album. Um, I think that the one of the weirdest components of this was like the release date of Swimming. Um, it was you know it was dropping on the same day as the infamous Astral World uh, by Travis Scott, literally the same day. So obviously that was going to get a lot of attention, a lot of press, a lot of coverage. Something that's been that was uh, hyped up for like like three years prior to its release date. Uh, I know a lot of fans of Astral World like Astral World, Astral World is going to be the greatest. Um, I know I was very excited for that album, but I didn't. It, it definitely overshadowed um, the swimming release date as well. Uh, the, just the the close timeliness of 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 the drop of swimming to his death seemed really really weird to me. I remember I was gonna buy swimming tour tickets because he was gonna go on tour, and then he and then he passed away. Mac Miller passed away. Uh, very weird to me that that was so um, close in proximity. Proximity, um, and you know, there wasn't a whole lot of like hype behind the swimming album um, release. You know, he kind of just like you know, a week or two before, maybe a month before, I was like, oh yeah, by the way, Swimming, it's coming out. Um, I know that a lot of people who are tapped into Mac Miller or, were, or who were tapped into Mac Miller knew that it was coming, but other than that, there was only one like little YouTube video that was hyping it up. It was uh, Swimming Inertia, which was a little freestyle that Mac had done over this like beat that he had made and then looped it and just spit bars on it. it was crazy definitely suggest anybody to go to go watch inertia inertia it is wait i'm gonna pull it up so i can so i can uh tell you guys about it mm, one second here give me one second inertia yes mac miller mac miller inertia i-n-e-r-t-i-a uh, that's on YouTube, available on YouTube. I'll probably link it in the description. Um, but yeah, go go peep that because that was probably the most hype that I heard about it. Um, and then also it was, it was kind of just like right after um, Ariana and Grande had broken up or they had broken up her him and Ariana Grande and then she got like remarried or engaged to Pete Davidson. And, you know, a lot of this was like, oh, is this, is this album influenced by Ariana Grande? I'm sure a very large portion of it was, um, uh, but I don't think it's, I think it's probably more sub, sub layer than just on the, on the surface. Um, I'm sure that like his, the, the breakup was just like a motivation for him to, to not think about it and just want to write an album or, you know, do something else to just get, be productive. I don't know, but I don't know. I've, I'm not, I wasn't Mac Miller, so I don't I'm just making inferences here. Um, Something that I really liked about this album was the unique sound that Mac has created. So if you are a Mac fan, you you've seen, you know, the the progression of his music, uh, you know, going back to the earlier albums, very upbeat, very fun party music, uh, you know, bangers, if you will. You know, then you go into a little bit more hardcore rapping and uh, and then, you know, you get the psychedelic Mac Miller um, you get the the love and romance with the fine uh, the the fine I'm sorry the divine feminine 
that album, uh, all love making music. And then this one was like a funky jazz inspired, um, you know, you had Thundercat and his band, um, a like all just a real band, real basses, you know, real bass lines, very funky, very groovy. So definitely it had a, it, the entire album had a very, um, smooth, funky vibe to it, which I really enjoyed. And I think it was a, a different sound for Mac Miller. Um, so yeah, was, you know, funky, little rap, little jazz, a little softer, a little, not as upbeat, not as party anthem at all, more, um, reflective headphone music, if you will. That's what I'd say. Headphone music. Um, some of you could study to another good way to put it. Uh, but yeah, and then all the different producers on the album that influenced it, obviously Thundercat and, and the band, um, I heard on a little um, Beats 1 interview with Mac Miller before he had passed that John Mayer was on the guitar lick on Small Worlds, um, which is really cool to me. And just to see that like Max, you know, Mac's doors were always open to whoever wanted to come and make music, especially people who are outside of his world, like John Mayer, and to be able to combine, you know, two great minds, you know, John Mayer, another artist that I, um, highly influenced by, but yeah, very cool to me that John Mayer was on Small Worlds, um, and then the lyrical content, you know, we had seen Mac, um, talk about some of the similar things, and like, you know, his psychedelic era, um, where he's questioning religion, He's questioning uh, faith. He's questioning the importance of life and, you know, what does it mean to be on this planet? Uh, what is your role as a human being? Uh, how do your relationships um, impact, you know, your your being, your, your state of being? Um, but this one little uh, lyric snippet that I, that I took out um, from Small Worlds really, like, summed up a lot of a lot of things that, you know, I think about during my daily life and, you know, it just really spoke to me. So I'm going to read it. It's almost like poetry. Um, I, you know, I'm not a poet, so, and I, you know, I'm not reading it um, to any beat or lyric. So this is all just probably going to be pretty rough, but I really enjoyed this little snippet. So I wanted to read it for you guys. Um, keep your eyes to the sky never glued to your shoes. Guess there was a time when my mind was consumed, but the sun's coming out now, clouds start to move. Don't tell me nothing but the truth. I'm tired, I don't gotta spare a second. Win or lose, win or lose. I don't keep count, nobody's checking. Um, I'll just talk about a little bit of what, you know, what I got out of that, but I love the you know, the first line, like, keep your eyes to the sky, never glued to your shoes. You got to look up, be passionate about what you're doing. You know, don't don't look down on yourself in a lot of ways, no pun intended, but um, the sky is the limit, and that's, that's where you should be looking towards. Um, guess there was a time when my mind was consumed, but the sun's coming out now, clouds are starting to move. You know, a lot of people going through depression right now, a lot of people going through, you know, anxiety and stuff like that. Uh, the sun does come out. I really like that line a lot. Um, and then obviously the uh, don't tell me nothing but the truth. I think a lot of, you know, something that I've been really trying to push for in my life is being, you know, honest with people. Um, if something I don't want to do something or 
if I feel a certain way about something, it's better to be honest and not, you know, hide your true intentions. You need to speak your mind and, and tell, you know, be, be truthful. That usually leads to better outcomes than lying. Um, and then win or lose, win or lose, I don't keep count. Nobody's checking. I mean, to be Mac Miller and to, and to have such a platform and to, you know, people are checking. Um, but to him, it's like, I've done this so many times. I've, you know, I've, I've been in the, the rap game for so long that I feel like the only person that, even if I win or lose, like the only person that really matters to is me. I, you know, nobody else is really checking on, checking in on me. I mean, obviously it's a little, little false because again, he has such a big fan base, had such a large fan base, but really interesting snippet of lines. I really, again, the lyrical content, um, much deeper than I think people, uh, might, might take at first glance. Some of it's a little corny. Um, but I, I found a lot of, uh, connections to, to the album and to the lyrics that he put in there. So that was just a little snippet that I wanted to do for y'all. Um, okay. And then to wrap up the review, we're going to talk about, um, the top songs, um, what it means to, to have an album. Um, and then we'll give it a, a rating. Um, I'm biased. I'm a very biased person. So I really did enjoy this album a lot. Um, but we'll get into the rating in a little bit, but just want to say that I am a biased listener. Obviously I did look up to Mac Miller, um, when I was growing up. So take that with a grain of salt, but, um, but I think this album was a, a true, uh, masterpiece. Uh, obviously very weird that it was his, last album before he died you know some of it seems a little like and I don't want to put this in a in a weird way or like have it be really negative but like it also it was almost like a suicide note to me like I I thought about it um I listened to the album the first time when I back when it dropped in 2018 and you know it felt I guess kind of bland and then after his death like you know you go back you listen to the first one the first song on the album come back to earth and it just sounds like a suicide note to me. And just like, it, you know, I don't, I think that the, I obviously was an overdose on drugs. I don't know if it was a self-inflicted overdose or, or, or an accident. Um, I didn't read into the details too much, but after listening to the album, it just seemed like he's really going through a lot of stuff that wasn't um, on the surface. And it just seemed, uh, I don't know. It just seemed really weird that this, all this would, you know, this album would drop, he'd go on tour, and then all of a sudden, well, no, he's he's now, you know, he's passed away. Um, but I thought this album was a, a masterpiece, and the cohesiveness of this entire album was was stream, you know, streamlined. Um, it wasn't a hard listen to at all. You you get the the feeling, and also on the entire song, all the songs are connected. Uh, they all feel like like a part of an album. Again, going back to that Beats 1 interview with Mac Miller, he was like, you know, we, what I like to, you know, when I think of an album, I want, I want my listeners to uh, start and finish the entire thing. I don't want people to skip through. That was a big goal for me with this album and was just to create a different sound and an idea and just, you know, work around that idea, stick in those boundaries and, you know, make a cohesive album. Well done. Uh, Well done to you, Mac Miller, Um, you know. You, you created a cohesive album. Uh, it was a great listen for me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, some of the top songs I really liked. A 2009, beautiful intro, a bunch of um, violins and, and, you know, string stringed instruments, uh, almost like an orchestra of types. Um, beautiful intro, really cool to listen to. 
um, small worlds, obviously with John Mayer on it, uh, you know, deep, a little bit deeper with the, the lyrical content, like, like the snippet that I, that I wrote, that I read to you guys, but that was really cool for me. Uh, Jet Fuel, um, another, another song off the album I enjoyed, uh, Come Back to Earth, and that was, that was the first, that's the intro. I think it really sets the tone for the rest of the album. Um, and again, it was almost like a suicide note. Uh, it's like, just weird to me. So yeah, go back, give it a listen. I suggested everybody listen to the entire thing, start to finish. You know, think about what um, what he was trying to achieve here. Um, do you you know Do you think that it was his goodbye, his last goodbye to the world? Do you think that you know, or I don't know. What do you What do you think of the album? I'd love to love to hear your opinions. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna rank this a nine point one. Uh, I really, I really did enjoy this album. I think that obviously I was impacted by, by being a, a Mac Miller fan and, and having him, you know, growing up through adolescence and having him be a, a role model to me. But yeah, I definitely, definitely enjoy this album. Uh, thinking about it, just being at home, thinking about you know being a kid and playing Minecraft and listening to listen to Mac Miller's you know mixtapes and. And just, you know, being in my own world for a little, it was always a, it was always just a little escape for me, whatever, you know, whatever's going on in school or, um, you know, if I had any, you know, uh, issues going on in my head or anxiety or, you know, self-confidence, lack of self-confidence issues, you know, it was, it was always one thing I knew I could put on and be like, oh man, this is just going to make my mood better. Um, so I'm gonna throw, throw it on. And that's what it was. Um, so yeah, we miss you. I miss you, Mac Miller. Uh, rest in peace. And, um, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Creator Radio. Uh, I am your host, Andres Benitez. Uh, as always, if you'd like to reach out to Creator Radio, uh, we have an email that you can email me at. That's creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That's creator, C-R-E-A-T-O-R, company, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y-401 at gmail.com. Yeah, so I will respond to any questions or comments that you guys have. Um, If you don't know, now you know. We are on, uh, Creator Radio is on Spotify. Um, If you, so for your convenience, we, you know, we moved, moved off for Anchor and we put, so I upload everything to anchor.fm. Uh, but the best way to listen to us is on on Spotify. If you'd like to join the Creator Raider family, please hit that follow button. Uh, please email us again. Um, and yeah, that's all. That's all I got. So uh, be on the be on the lookout for. I think we're gonna do a double double episode. We're gonna do the NFL recap next. Uh, but I'm gonna drop this this episode first, and then later today um, we'll do the NFL recap. So yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. <laughs>